How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. Today is the sixth anniversary of a very, very bad and I feel unconstitutional decision entitled Citizens United. We're going to talk in this hour with you, your opinion, the effect it's had on our economy. Now, Hillary Clinton has taken on Citizens United. She actually wrote a piece herself today for CNN. And I also want you to hear what I'm hoping our next president former Madam Secretary, Secretary of State, and former Senator Clinton had to say, here's Hillary Clinton and her take on Citizens United. It's the sixth anniversary of that ruling today. Now, you also have to pay attention to what the Republicans say about our rights. Because honestly, I don't, I don't think they really agree or support any of them. Civil rights, women's rights, gay rights, voter rights, worker rights. They're on the wrong side of every one of them. So I want to tell you where I stand. I will defend voting rights and make it absolutely a priority to finally, whether it's through Supreme Court appointments or constitutional amendment, to get rid of Citizens United and its pernicious effects on our electoral system. I will work for criminal justice reform and take on the problems of systemic racism in our criminal justice system and end the era of mass incarceration. I will defend workers' rights and union rights because that helped to build the American middle class and we need to keep it going. That was Hillary Clinton, and I think a lot of people would agree with her comments, and you don't just have to be pro-Hillary to agree with her comments. Like I said, today is the sixth anniversary of a very bad decision, and that's Citizens United. I want to share with you some of Hillary Clinton's piece, written by Hillary Clinton herself, entitled, Hillary Clinton, the Cure for Citizens United is More Democracy. And she writes, in 2008, Republicans faced a choice. America had just elected a Democratic president. The Senate was majority Democratic. The House of Representatives had more Democrats than at any time since 1992. The Republicans could either change themselves by embracing the young, diverse, and tolerant America of the 21st century, or they could try to change whose voices count in our democracy. We all know the cynical path they chose. Six years ago, the Supreme Court decision in Citizens United transformed our politics by allowing corporations to spend unlimited amounts of money to influence elections. The effect was immediate. In the 2010 midterms, outside groups spent nearly 60% more than in 2006. And in 2014, the top 100 donors spent nearly as much as all 4.75 million small donors combined. National networks of big money donors funneled mountains of cash into targeted state races. And by 2014, one party controlled both the governor's mansion and the state legislator in 36 states, the most since the 1950s. Restricting voting rights. 
Meanwhile, Republicans launched an aggressive campaign to restrict voting rights across the country. After the 2010 election, lawmakers in 41 states introduced at least 180 measures designed to make it harder for people to vote. This ugly effort got a boost in 2013 when the Supreme Court made another disastrous ruling, striking down hard-won voting rights acts protections. And today, 21 states have new laws restricting voting rights. And some of the greatest damage to voting rights has come in states with single-party control like North Carolina, which eliminated same-day voter registration and slashed early voting. Florida, which instituted such heavy restrictions on voter, re- on voter registration drives that the League of Women Voters had to shut down operations in Alabama, which passed a strict photo ID requirement and then closed dozens of driver's licenses across the strait, make, m- making it much harder for the citizens to get the IDs they now need to vote. Put it all together, the flood of corporate money in our elections, the the rise of single-party control of state governments, the sharp increase in voting rights restrictions, and the result is unmistakable. Our democracy is being hollowed out, and that should offend every American no matter what party you belong to. We can't let this continue. It's time to reclaim our democracy, reform our distorted campaign finance system, and restore access to the ballot box in all 50 states. That starts with reversing Citizens United, and that's where... Hillary Clinton writing, my comprehensive plan to restore common sense to campaign finance begins. As president, I'll appoint Supreme Court justices who recognize that Citizens United is bad for America, and if necessary, I'll fight for a constitutional amendment that overturns it. Meanwhile, we need more transparency in our politics. In the last three elections, more than $600 million in donations came from unknown, untraceable sources. That's a lot of secret, unaccountable money. As president, I'll require federal contractors to disclose their political spending. I'll call on the Securities and Exchange Commission to require that publicly traded companies do the same. And I'll fight for legislation requiring the disclosure of all significant political donations, no matter where they come from or who they benefit. Whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, you should have to identify your donors. We should also make it easier for Americans to run for elected office. You shouldn't have to be rich or well-connected to serve. I'll fight to create a robust small donor matching system so people with good ideas and a passion for public service know that they can run without having to court big donors and special interests. Finally, we have to do a much better job of protecting Americans' voting rights. Nothing is more vital to our democracy. I'll fight to restore the full protections of the Voting Rights Act, and I'll go further because we should be making it easier to vote, not harder. All Americans should be automatically registered to vote on their 18th birthdays unless they opt out. Every state should have at least 20 days of early in-person voting, and no one should ever have to wait more than 30 minutes to cast a ballot. Citizens United and its aftermath have twisted and perverted our democratic system. Now the deck is stacked even more in favor of those at the top. But as Al Smith, another Democrat from New York, once said, quote, all the ills of democracy can be cured by more democracy. So that's what we need now, more transparency, more accountability, and above all, more citizens exercising their right to vote. This November, we can show Republicans that they made the wrong choice eight years ago. Let's restore people's voices and votes, people's votes, to the rightful place at the center of our democracy. I think this is an excellent piece and well-written. And honestly, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't have if I were her, put if I were president, I would do this. I, I Instead, I, I think that she said, I think a good idea is, there, you know, you know, we should do this uh, because it did sound like in pieces of that, a campaign ad. Other than that, I think it's an excellent piece. And I agree with her 100%, and not just because she's Hillary Clinton running for a president and my candidate, who I hope will be our next president. It's because the cure for Citizens United is more democracy. If everyone has access and the ability to run, if nobody is prohibited from voting, if we show that the power of the people 
can override the money of the corporations trying to buy our politicians. If we show that our voices are more powerful than their cash, and by the way, it is collectively, folks. The tongue is mightier than the sword, right? Then we will win. We will win. I have some questions for you in this hour, and I certainly hope you will join us. As I mentioned, today is the sixth anniversary of the Citizens United decision. Well, we don't have to break yet, guys. I haven't. Got, I think we're very early if we break now, right? Nah, 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 nah. We can break. I mean, how many, how many, how many minutes are we away from break anyway? Okay, okay, well, I'd say one to two, and then we'll break. I mean, uh, when I when I finish, how's that sound? Okay, today, like I said, is the sixth anniversary of the Citizens United decision. And th- six years ago, there were people that said this would be good for our political process. Some people said it would not hinder or affect the political process. It would be good for the economy. It wouldn't affect the economy. It wouldn't buy politicians. It would buy politicians. You heard things positive and negative six years ago today. On this sixth anniversary of the Citizens United decision. What effect has the decision had on our country? In your opinion, in your experience, on the sixth anniversary of Citizens United, that decision six years ago, what effect has that decision had on our nation? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Now, I I read you the op-ed for CNN that Hillary wrote, and in that, Mrs. Clinton stated that, quote, our democracy is being hollowed out with money in politics. We've heard that from Senator Sanders as well. She also said that as president, she would make sure the decision is overturned, even if a constitutional amendment is necessary. Now, let's be honest. Can any of the presidential candidates actually get the decision reversed, let alone fix our campaign finance system? In other words, do you buy it? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. We know how hard it is to get a constitutional amendment. We know how hard it is to get a Supreme Court decision overturned. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Has Citizens United dismantled our democracy? I mean, we are supposed to be of, by, and for the people like this show is, and instead put it in the hands of big business and billionaire campaign donors. America, how would you fix our campaign finance system? And what about public financing of elections? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Have the decisions of our lawmakers been taken over by big corporate donors, have they, America? What decisions have you seen made by congressmen that you feel were clearly influenced by money? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. I'll give you a brief example. The Koch brothers. Well, David Koch is actually, uh, you know, believes heavily in science. He believes in evolution. He believes in Darwinism. And he even believes in climate change. But it doesn't benefit the Koch brothers financially. So they put tons of money into the coffers of politicians and buy their climate change is cucka mantras on the right that that's an example and those guys aren't even running well what about those politicians what about congressmen who've already been elected that were clearly influenced by money money that big corporate donors wrote the check for 888-6-LESLIE-888-653-7543 we can start entering into break now marking all right uh, should money in politics be a stronger topic of discussion among the 2016 candidates 888-6-LESLIE-888-653-7543 
Has Citizens United had effects on other parts of our democracy other than campaign finance? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And what about voting rights? Hillary and Bernie believe unlimited corporate money goes hand in hand with GOP efforts to impose new voting restrictions. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And lastly, in his last year in the office, can the president, President Obama, do anything to help with the problem of money in politics? 8886 Leslie, what about an executive order requiring federal contractors to disclose political spending? By the way, he's reportedly considering that. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 to call, pick up the phone, and join us. It is talk radio after all. Talk to us. Tweet. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. Back after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 8886 take on this, positive or negatives that have resulted from that decision six years ago today, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Let's go to Andino in Pennsylvania, line two. Uh, Andino, um, do you feel Citizens United needs to be overturned and why? And is it possible for that to be done as Hillary Clinton proposed in her op-ed for CNN? Uh, first of all, very good talking with you, Leslie. Uh, secondly, Yes, indeed. It needs to be overturned. It was one of the dumbest, basically, rulings that the Supreme Court has ever made to make the assumption and obviously put into effect the law that says that, you know, corporations and entities, you know, are, are of, of the type that, you know, basically deal with large money are, are people, too. Uh, that's number one. That's just not the case. Number two, basically, by having a, a situation like citizens, uh, you know, it, it it largely just takes the ability for the common man to actually enter the realm of politics, which the founding fathers and all that came after them were very astute in wanting to happen. It was for the average citizen to be able to, you know, come into a situation of, uh, of helping basically, you know, its constituency to get whatever it is they needed in terms of services, laws, and, you know, all kinds of things. And yet now it's sequestered to the rich. If you don't have the kind of money that these folks have, you can't participate in the process. So only the rich can participate, and their allegiances are strictly to people like themselves. They're not really to the common everyday man. You know, they just make more money and more money even as politicians. You look at the number of, of congressmen and senators. I mean, they're majority millionaires. 
They're not like, you know, the ordinary everyday person. And that person has no ability to enter the process because the money is just entirely too big and the connections are just entirely too old, too embedded, and too, you know, intense to even allow the process to, to, to really, you know, benefit the people it's supposed to. Uh, so, you know, it's just a very, very, very bizarre situation. You know, it's, it's, it's politics for money, not basically for service anymore, not to benefit the constituency, but to benefit basically the politician, by the politician, of the politician, for the politician, in conjunction with the corporations. Okay, so Hillary Clinton spoke in her piece, and to your points, um, about what it would take. I, I think so many of us, myself included, uh, believe that Citizens United should be you know, overturned, that this ruling should be overturned, and that there should be a, an amendment, a constitutional amendment. Um, but both of those are very difficult for anybody, even Hillary Clinton, to promise, and certainly even um, if she has a lot of people in her corner if she were elected president, to get done. Um, and, and honestly, even though, you know, I want to vote for this woman as my president, I, I don't think that's necessarily a campaign promise, if you will, that she can keep. Do you, do you buy her any other politician feeding you that? I mean, these are things that we want, but are they realistic or are they idealistic? I would say basically more that they are idealistic. Uh, but then again, that does not mean just because they are idealistic that, uh, they can't be made to, you know, uh, happen. Uh, it depends upon basically the will and the, the strength of the individual uh, to put together a coalition that, you know, can force that to, to really come to fruition. Now, obviously, that could take years. It doesn't necessarily mean it happens tomorrow. But at least if someone is attempting to do so, say, if Hillary really makes a concerted effort and builds a coalition to, you know, deal with that. Okay. You know. yeah, hang on. You hear that music? That means we're going to take a break. And I, I, I want to hear what you have to say. And I'm sorry to cut you off. I was hoping to get the sentence. And Dino, hang tight there in Pennsylvania. On line two, we'll be back. If you're holding, hang tight. You want to join us? 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543. Don't go away. Well, you hear the coinage, you hear money, and it's not just Pink Floyd, but major corporations that have been able to further buy and further control our politicians when six years ago today, uh, that terrible, fateful uh, decision, a day that will live in infamy, as FDR said, uh, Citizens United, was uh, passed by our Supreme Court of the United States. Hillary Rodham Clinton wrote an op-ed in, uh, the, uh, for CNN, and she talks about, look, uh, you know, this needs to be overturned, there needs to be a constitutional amendment, but democracy is how we fight this. Taking your calls at 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And we were talking before the break uh, with Andino in Pennsylvania on line two. Andino, good afternoon. Thank you for holding. Welcome back, and please continue. Sorry for the interruption. Yeah, well, all, all I was really, you know, uh, really saying basically was the fact that, you know, this is a process that has gone on so long, and there is so much money behind it that, you know, the the battle to overturn it is probably going to be such a, a tremendously insurmountable battle at a certain point. The one thing that basically also ties very much into this is the fact that, you know, we as citizens uh, totally don't understand that with the power that exists, 
you know, these folks that have a lot of money and the corporations that have a lot of money and the laws that they're able to divert and twist and bend to their basically, you know, uh, liking and their their ability to use them to accomplish their needs. Time is the greatest uh, friend that they have and the worst enemy of we, the constituency. And that is in the law, that's in everything. The more time that they are able to eat up, the more basically they are able to solidify their position in these things, and the harder it is for us to be able to really counteract them or to change them or to turn them. Because the legal process, basically, in all of this stuff takes forever. And the more money you have, the more basically corporations and folks with money can extend that legal process because they have the money to do it. So it becomes almost at a certain point a process that is beyond, you know, your ability to really pull back, uh, to really grab hold of. And and that's one of the things I think uh, any politician such as Hillary is going to be, you know, facing uh, in a fight of this type, you know, because there's just too much money involved. And it's gone on too long, and it's gotten too big, and more players have come into the fray. Uh, you know, and it's just tremendous money. It's money, basically, and that's it. You know, democracy is being lost, and it's not being lost for the reasons that people seem to think. Democracy is being lost because, basically, it's being usurped, you know, by the dictatorship of money. And those who have, basically, the riches and the power to, you know, orchestrate it to their benefit. Democracy is not anything like it, 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 it used to be or it's supposed to be. It was never meant to be like this, because, again, in the final synopsis, it eliminates completely the average everyday citizen. If I wanted to... And, and you know what? And, and I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I agree with you 100% there. And you know what? In an age where poll after poll shows more and more apathy, especially along the, the young the, uh, among the voter people, I sometimes think, will we even have a government in the future? Because decades from now, if the apathy continues to grow and the corporate influence to continues to grow, less and less people not only will vote, less and less people will run. Yeah, because they can't. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the rich will run because they have the money to play the game. They'll continue to run because obviously it's in their benefit <clears throat> to walk into these situations and be able to, you know, plot and ploy basically whatever it is they're attempting to do. But they will basically control on the basis of those who are like them. Well, I'll tell they you, Dino, you know, I'd vote. I'd vote. I'd vote for you, man. You're you're really good. Uh, will you call me again, please, there in PA? I really appreciated your time and your contribution to the program today. Most certainly. And uh, listen, you have a great evening, and thank you very much for allowing me to uh, speak. Oh, no. Thank you for calling in. And Dino in Pennsylvania, thank you for that. Dean in Buffalo, I knew you were with us and dropped. Give us a buzz back. Cell phone hell can be hell. Let's go to New Mexico, line three, with Guillermo. Guillermo, which means William, I believe, right? I mean, that doesn't mean Guillermo, Guillermo, but I mean in English. Uh, Guillermo, good afternoon. Welcome. It does mean William. See, 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 Guillermo, I I paid attention in Spanish 101, all right? (laughs) Yeah, but I may have to change it to William so Donald Trump doesn't deport me. Okay, that's uh, that's that's good, baby. That sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> what, I'm really I, I can't I can't climb walls. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> anyway, you're fine. Uh, I just I, I'm not as eloquent as your last caller or as insightful. I don't think, but I just think that we are naive if we don't think that money has always been in politics. Just that now. 
they made it legal and obvious and uh, like, uh, you know, take that and we're not going to change it. Uh, tell me the last president or congressman that wasn't a rich person. I don't remember that. So I think that money has always been in politics in the millions, but in the background, in the back rooms, you know, the deals in the back rooms and the lobbyists and all that. So I don't think that anything has changed. What I like, though, is that now I know and I take satisfaction that people like the Koch brothers or or Adelson or Shell or BP or any of these people are lost billions trying to elect Mitt Romney and trying to elect John McCain. I know that. I mean, that's got to hurt. So I know that, and it didn't change anything because Obama and Bernie Sanders are getting millions of dollars in contributions from people like you and me. And also, Jeb Bush has spent $40 million or more, and what is that? what is that doing for him? Nothing. So I don't know that we should be so – I mean, I know that it, is, it was a blow – so, so, so you so, think some of these people like Andino, maybe even Hillary Clinton in her piece, me, some others, overreact to this? Absolutely. I think that Hillary Clinton should be talking about... No, 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 wait, wait, wait. wait. Sorry, Gamer, I got to interrupt because I got to ask. When you go to vote, do you feel that your one vote matters? Absolutely. You do. So that hasn't changed for you. I'm glad. I'm glad because not every American felt that way prior to Citizens United, and I think more people uh, feel their vote doesn't count after uh, Citizens United. Okay, uh, so I... you know, we're just just too cynical now, you know. But it does count. It does count, and every little bit counts. You know, it's like a it's like an ad hill. You know, one ad doesn't matter, but millions of ads do. Okay. Say, and you said you weren't eloquent. I like the ant analogy. Okay. I like the ant analogy very well. Um, Okay. Anything else, Guillermo? Nothing. I'll call you from Colombia next year when I'm no longer a citizen. Ah. (laughs) Hey, listen, I hear real estate's good there. Would you save me an apartment and I'll rent it out? Okay. Maybe, maybe I'll become a Muslim. Maybe I'll become a Muslim too and drive him really crazy. No, 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 no. I was going to say my husband's family's Muslim, and we have a my real last name is like Arabic Muslim, even though we don't practice Islam. You know, we're already we're already looking into some beachfront property outside the U.S. So, buddy, I'll, we'll barbecue together uh, south of the the border. All right. There you go. Thank you. All right, Guillermo. He's a he's a kick in the pants. You got to call again, Guillermo, just for comic relief. You're good. Eight 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 six Leslie. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three is uh, the number. Let's go to John in Indiana, line four. John, um, do you feel that Citizens United should be overturned? No, ma'am, and I'll, I'll tell you why. As long as both parties can present their cases equally to the, to the corporations, let it stand. I guarantee you uh, nobody's complaining that Hillary has all this money she stashed away in the so-called foundation which I'm pretty sure she's using to finance her campaign, you know, and there's been money. In- oh, I would uh, now I would disagree with you there. I mean, first of all, that's very cut and dry, and that's not legal. Second of all, the one well, thing that, that the wait, 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 the one thing, the one thing that she has done that she did speak of in this article, and the one thing the Clinton Foundation has done, by the way, is they have listed their donors. As a matter of fact, they even have a list of the donors on their website. But you, they have not hid other donors, and that's how come some people got on her because she had donors from Saudi Arabia that don't treat women well, as you know. Being a leader in women's rights, she was attacked for that. So I, I, well, I don't, now, I'm not going to agree be, with I you there. I grant right? you that you can be known for who you will take money from. But my point is this. If both parties have equal access to present their cases, 
the corporations have the right to choose who they want to support. Now, if you can make a case that for some reason one party is being uh, shut out and they're not allowed to present their case so that the corporations can make their choice, then I might see a problem in the system. But as, that's basically what the Supreme Court said. If As long as anyone can present their case to any corporation and then the corporations can decide who they want to back. Now, you talk about rich people running, if you do away with all the corporations and they can no longer have anything to do with it, then the only people who will be able to run are the Donald Trumps of the world. And then you'll have Democrats screaming all over the place going, well, the, the poor people can't, or the, or the average people can't run anymore because they can't get any access to money. Same thing with super PACs. I don't like some of the things that super PACs do, okay? I don't. But they have a right to do it as long as both parties can have some. Now, I would have a problem if, if there was a situation where only one party could do it or somehow the other got shut out. But as long as it's fair and equal, hey, politics, sad to say, has always been, you know, the survival of the fittest and sometimes the, the survival of the dirtiest. I hate to say it that way, but that's kind of politics. No, and you know what? I don't disagree, and I don't disagree that there's been a certain number of politicians left and right, maybe since George Washington, that you know that that wait had to scratch back, that that had to scratch backs and and do favors. I, I don't disagree with you there. However, this ruling changed. Because I don't believe, personally, I don't believe money is free speech. I don't believe that when I, you know, if I decide to go to McDonald's and buy a hamburger, that I'm utilizing my First Amendment right, dude. And second of all, I, I don't feel that corporations are individuals. I feel they're very, very different. And I, don't, I want to be separate. I'm not, I'm not a corporation. The Leslie Marshall Show is a corporation, but I'm a person. I'm an individual. Those are very different. And I don't believe that's what our founding forefathers meant when they wrote our Constitution and used uh, such uh, specific terminology. Thank you for your call, by the way, even though we don't agree. Maybe agree on some stuff. Like I said, you know, yeah, politics is politics. And, you know, somebody's got their hand out. And there's no question. Uh, we've all seen House of Cards, haven't we? You know, the games that go on. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. No games. I'm Leslie Marshall. Back to you right after this. Thank you for everyone calling thus far. Those of you on hold getting to you. And if you want to join us, 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543. Talking about the impact six years to the day that Citizens United was the decision that became the law of the land when the Supreme Court of the United States said so. Citizens United anniversary six years ago today. What's your take? We have one guy that said, this is horrific. We've got to overturn. Another guy said, we're overacting. And another guy said, well, Hillary benefits from it. And uh, more. We'll be back. Leslie Marshall. Real people. Real life. Real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Leslie, 888-653-7543 is the number. Okay, let's see. We got people dropping. We got people back. We got people dropping. We got people back. Manny in Massachusetts, line one, you're next. Good afternoon. Hey, Leslie. Um, I'm I'm glad that our politicians are letting us know where they stand on on this issue. Unfortunately, I don't think there's nothing they can do about it whatsoever. 
and this is why. Um, uh, to overturn the ruling, there's going to be an uphill battle. Uh, Constitution uh, amendment is going to also be an uphill battle. Um, so I don't think there's anything they can do about it. The only thing we can do is, you know, keep the law and do what the judges said when they ruled on this, which is we fully expect for Congress to pick this up and pass laws so it will be more transparent. But unfortunately, you know, Congress is not going to get anything done because they don't do anything anymore these days. And this, and, and this is actually more helpful towards them to do something because they spend so much time trying to raise money all the time that they could hardly even get any work done. So I, I, I really well, you know what? You know what? Some people have said that, and I've heard this before, left and right, that when somebody is elected to the House of Representatives and they have a two-year term, they spend they spend the first six months getting to know people where people where things are. Um, they start to do their job, and then they're they're campaigning again, you know, because they're gonna, they're up for re-election in you know a year and a half. Yeah, exactly. So they don't really have time to really do the good work that they were sent there to do to begin with. And, I mean, there's no quick solutions. If I had a magic wand, um, I told you this before, I will make uh, voting day a national holiday. I will make it that everybody that's a citizen has to vote. If they don't vote, they have to pay a small uh, fee. Well, you know what, though? I I don't agree with you there. I don't think – I think voting is a privilege. I don't think it should be forced, but I do agree. Thank you for your call, Manny. I do agree with Mrs. Clinton that everybody registered at 18. I don't think it's a bad idea. Mark Taylor Canfield, he's a famous blogger on Line 2. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Good afternoon. You feel – do you – that Citizens United needs to be overturned? I'm guessing you would say yes. Absolutely. This is something that I've been reporting on for the last six years, and I do not believe that money is freedom of speech. I think that that is really bad for American democracy. However, I do have to say that certain candidates have been able to break through this this money barrier because you have the phenomena of Bernie Sanders raising quite a bit of money from individual contributions. We saw that with President Obama as well, and our local city council member, Shama Swant, here in Seattle, was able to win her election without accepting any corporate contributions. So it is possible. Democracy, democracy is not dead in America. Yeah, well, and... we certainly see Bernie Sanders has raised a heck of a lot of money without corporate without corporate dough. Yes, and he's also, you know, hasn't spent as much money as some of the other candidates and is still doing quite well in the polls. So it shows that if you have a grassroots movement and you have a popular candidate, the money is not going to shut the people up. It's, it's not uh, a complete form of censorship, but it does make it a much bigger hurdle to jump through or jump over. And so I do think it should be overturned, and I think any I would support any efforts to do that. But it is amazing to see certain candidates break through who have a message that resonates with the populist, you know, uh, movements out there. It is possible to be elected in the United States regardless of the Citizens United uh, decision. But at the same time, you know, uh, as a journalist who believes in freedom of speech and democracy, it's time to take this on directly, and people really need to think about this. Who is controlling the elections? Is it the voters? Or is it the corporations? Right now, I think, you know, it's a standoff in some races. And I do think that eventually people are going to come around to this idea that a vote is more important than a pocket full of cash. Um, I certainly hope that you are right with that. Very well said. Thank you. Let's go to Chad in New Mexico, Line 3. Hey, Chad, how you doing? Listening to our great affiliate there. Good afternoon. 
Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. Good, good. So I, my, my thought on the whole thing is if it's here to stay, um, why can't, you know, and it, this is obviously idealistic. I don't even know how you could do this. But if they want to give as much money as they want for any politicians, for the state, local, federal, or whatever, if there was a requirement that some percentage of those donations had to go to secular social causes, community development, infrastructure, even world causes, uh, food, you know, uh, clean water in, in other locations, you know, throughout the world and make that a requirement of that. That way, you know, if all that money goes to waste because their candidate doesn't win, at least we know some percentage of that went towards something that, you know, most world citizens would at least agree on. That's kind of my thought. All right. Interesting. Thank you. Uh, good idea. Short and sweet. And thank you. Be careful driving. Let's go to Nick in Louisville, Kentucky, line four, listening on TuneIn. Nick, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Am I on the line? Yes, you are. Hey, so I'm 20 years old, so this is my first vote. So I just want to weigh in. I'm really excited about the privilege to vote. So I just want to weigh in on my opinion. I'm excited, as excited and passionate as you sound that you're part of the voting pool coming up. That's awesome. So weigh in. Yeah, you remember when you were first voting? I do, but I wasn't knowledgeable. I, I you know, I was more into parties yeah. than uh, than politics. Uh, and and, <laughs> and, and, and the fact I you're listening to I'm me, not into party. yeah. Well, I know, but I, I can hear that you're also into politics. I mean, hey, you're listening to us, so weigh in on this. What's your take? Um, I think Howard Stern's penis is really awesome. And I like stuff. Oh, you know what? That's so funny because Howard was telling me that your penis was pretty small. Uh, anyway, uh, we are talking about the Citizens United sixth anniversary uh, decision. Does he know that people haven't done that in decades? <laughs> you know, it's pretty, it's pretty old. To be I know, doing. It's an old it's joke for a old. young kid. It's sort of like me sending you a letter through the mail. <laughs> you know? It's sort of like people calling it the internets, you know? Honestly, I value that speech more than the speech of corporations, though, any day of the week. <laughs> Huh? Um, uh, what? Um, uh, Howard Stern's penis? I would, people, ima- people I would pranking. imagine it's long. Howard no, I'm Stern's talking about penis. people pranking, honestly, is more valuable to me than corporate speech because it's just that, that literally is more because that's how little I value the fact that people you know are corporations under this supreme court i mean it's a joke if you really think about it it just goes against all common sense now mark i want you to weigh in because this this is one of your top three this topics. is it this is number one this is number one i i thought climate change it, it, well that's why if you place. think about it because it affects everything else it's like an umbrella touching every other issue that you care about because there's no issue as you leslie oh, wait, 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 wait before you get on your thing okay here i mean your opinion because i know your opinion. i want to hear it i just want to say one more thing mark when somebody takes the time to be listening to our show to know my name to call the show to wait on hold and to spend time out of their day to prank me, I'm honored that I have that much power that some I wouldn't waste my time on that guy. And I'm jealous else. that they have that much time on their hands. Oh, to Thank be 20 you. years ago. 20 I would years like old them again. to watch my seven and eight year old run the two companies I run, do radio, television, write a column, laundry, put on makeup in the morning. God. <laughs> have a good one. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>